March 27, 2018, it's the Watt for Pedro Show.
Fucking love grotto on the pleasure point. 
So I uh, had to wheel back, got a hold of, I tried to get the free Wi-Fi down at the Cabrillo Beach, but I couldn't, it wouldn't let me, so I had to get all the way back to Pedro and let our guests know that uh, we had a little problem, a little delay, but man, he's righteous dude, and he's bearing with it. I want to welcome of, uh, Daniel from New Fumes, and in fact, we start off the show with Miles Davis, John Coltrane doing the Fran dance, but right after that, from the new album, actually, no, I think this is, yeah, 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 from the new album, Possession, uh, on uh, Rad Cult, which is Mr. Tom's leg, at, uh, very bitch of music coming out there, part of the big family. Welcome aboard, Daniel. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. Glad, glad to be here. Yeah. Uh, wh- where is here? It ain't Pedro. Well, I'm in Dallas, Texas. All right, Dallas, Texas. In the Dome Home. Yeah, the Dome Home. Okay. Yeah. I remember the first time I played there was uh, with Black Flag, Minuteman, and it was called the either Twilight Room or AAA Ranch. They, they changed their name. And it was one of the clubs that Jack uh, Ruby used to. Own. Yeah, Twilight. Twilight sounds familiar. Well, it had both names, but I can't remember. Okay. And I caught, played in it under both names, but I can't remember the first time. But the loading was uh, stairs that you, uh, that they're not straight up, right? They're round. <laughs> so huh. when you're carrying stuff, yeah, like big speaker yeah. boxes, yeah, it was terrible. Uh, and also on this, uh, I remember too, because it's up on the second story, and uh, there's... Someone put a hat. I guess it was a building next door, but then it was gone. But the hatch was still there. So <laughs> if you were new to those parts, be careful. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. I almost had a heart attack. We got off done playing, and I opened that thing up for a breather. And <laughs> I almost took the fast way down. <laughs> Daniel, let yes. me, uh, can you tell me your earliest musical memory? Man, um I think it might have been either Puff's, Puff the Magic Dragon Pizza. or, yeah, maybe it was, no, it was uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary, maybe. That version? Okay. Yeah, I think my mom my mom was a big fan of that. She's always playing that, but I can't remember if it was that. It was kind of all jumbled together. It might be uh, Peter Peter and the Wolf, you know, the, the symphony. Yeah, yeah, right. Da, 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 da. Yeah, right, but, I mean, right. my, my memory goes way back. Like, but, it but, but, but anyway, it was music in the pad. Yeah, and then there was Rolling Stones. My dad was really big into the Rolling Stones. Stones. And Be- right. Beach Boys and uh, The Doors, Jimi Hendrix, kind of the classic stuff. Well, he's probably around the 60s. <laughs> yeah, he was. Well, I was yeah. around the 60s, too. I was more of a boy. but uh, so So were they just listeners or was there instruments? They were listeners. They were they were appreciators. Yeah, that's okay. That stuff. Yeah, it's righteous. I'm just yeah. wondering because I want to. I'm trying to get to the how you got your start on playing. Um, I, I remember wanting to play like really early on, and there's a picture of me I've seen. I don't remember the guitar, but there's a picture of me holding a guitar. I must have been like three. Ah, so I there was looked, one in the pad. And I just looked really happy. Like I was at my grandmother's house. I just looked really happy. To oh, be okay. It. Uh, what about uh, the first record you got? First music? Man, let me think about that. I had that, you know, I had those records, uh, like Peter and the Wolf and stuff, but my first, like, like rock you went records. By, I, like you went that, by, that were, Probably, I don't remember if it was, it might have been Prince or ZZ Top or something. Yeah, they're kind of the same. Yeah, it was like the same. <laughs> 
I think maybe Tattoo You before that. I had Rolling Stones. Oh, that's Rolling Stones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, can you remember the first gig you went to? Peter, Paul, and Mary. Oh, right. (laughs) I was real bummed because, I mean, I was... Well, you were a kid. They took you, right? I was three years old. My mom took me. I remember her telling me that she had a headache or that her head hurt. And I was bummed because they didn't play that dragon song until the 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 very last song. In those days, I remember that tune that was kind of dangerous because it was supposed to be some kind of metaphor for Motha. (laughs) Yeah, little Jackie Papers, you know. Yeah, in those days you had to be kind of uh, coy with your words, maybe. Yeah, uh, but or maybe it wasn't about right. that at all. You know, some people think it was about being young and having to grow up. So it probably it probably was about the first thing you said. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what about at school? Did they have a music program? Yeah, they did. Um, you know, we had like recorders, those little flute kind things. Of flute thing, yeah. I really, I mean, I really liked doing that. There was a there was a point that, where there was going to be an elementary school. They were getting us ready to go into band, I guess. Uh-huh. And, I, and I really wanted to play trombone or something like the slid or like maybe even tuba or something. But then they were telling me that my mouth wasn't shaped right. Well, and I heard that those, those the tuba and the bone for marching band, it's easy, actually easier because the mouthpiece is so big. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They were trying to, they were trying to steer me towards the flute and I wasn't as pumped about that. So it, I just uh, didn't yeah. ever. I never joined. I never joined the band or anything like that. Yeah, flute's more about blowing across. It must be yeah. hard too. Yeah, because you got to keep that piece on your lip. That, that's why I heard from my friends who had marching band. I never had it. I was just curious. Yeah. So, uh, what about after school? You know, the garage band thing with friends. And- well, I was. Uh, I didn't get in my first band until. The summer between high school and and starting college. Okay, so you but, never but, played a, in junior high or high. Okay. No, I mean I had a guitar in high school. How did how'd you yeah. get the guitar? Um, well, this this friend of mine that I hung out with every day, like she just disappeared for a week. I was like, hey, where have you been at? She's like, I've just been in my garage playing guitar. I got this book and I've been learning these chords. And then it was just like I just. My brain was like, I have to do that. Like, I've been wanting to do it my whole life. I just was like, I've got to do that. So she gave me that same book, and I just started. It was like a Mel Bay. Oh, yeah. Like, real basic chord sure. books. That, that was that was during high school, but I didn't start playing with people until until later. What about writing songs? Probably right when I started playing guitar. Wow. So you didn't go through the... I, I, I noticed this, that more younger people... Just start writing songs, because the people from my day, man, we all copied, or tried to, copy fucking records. Yeah. It's so much better. (laughs) (laughs) You know, maybe try copying, but like 100%. I mean, it was bizarre. I I mean, I had friends. one dude in our town who wrote his own songs. Not one fucking dude. Not until I met punk people. 76, yeah. Yeah, I remember in middle school, I had friends that had guitars, and they would try to they would teach me, like Motley Crue licks and stuff. It was all about trying to copy other stuff. That's the entire seventies experience I had. <laughs> yeah, Here, I want to play. Uh, let me play. Um, this this is from your first release. It's called "On a Ship Under a Bus." Okay.
glass from the pockets of your sleeves. LSD דוח מצב אין דלתות נפתחות אין דלתות נסגרות אין דלתות בכלל אין מעברים אין מקום אחר אין צד שני אין יקום מקביל יש דם אין חיים יש חיים יש חיים
I want you to sleep. Ivo zima, Ivo leto, žedni gladni, nije nesme. I na veter, i na sonce, raboti i slobodni sme.
Well, for Pedro Show, that was a uh, New Fumes' first uh, release uh, on a ship under bus. Uh, tell us about that. On a ship under a bus. That. Yeah, what's it about? Uh, do you like talking about your songs, like, or is uh, is it stupid to do that? <laughs> oh, I, I don't. I don't mind if okay. I can remember exactly. It's just years. It's, that was so long ago. I'm just going back to that. That was um. Yeah, I just remember I was house sitting at my grandmother's house one summer, and I just set up a recording station there and started plugging away. And I just, what, I, what I do a lot of times is I'll just have like a rhythm or something and I'll just start singing whatever comes to my mind. Yeah. And I'll keep most of what just came out, you know, without me writing anything, just uh-huh. whatever flowed out. And, you know, sometimes I'll go back and refine. But it's usually just like whatever, whatever the first melody and the first kind of images that yeah. come to mind, I'll, I'll just sing those and, and keep them a lot of times. So the title comes last? Um, yeah, usually. Okay. I mean, sometimes right at the, like, at the beginning. Yeah, I ne- have to put it at ne- the beginning. But never, never really before. before. <laughs> whatever, whatever words are kind of popping out at me or ideas. Oh, do the words come later? Um, a lot of times it's sort of, a lot of times instantly and then, I'll go back and refine them. Yeah, that one, yeah, I think I'd refine that just to have it make sense. Okay. People who do literature, they, they say, I, I had to tighten it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, then we had uh, Black Moss Super Rainbow, that brand new release in uh, Mr. Town with uh, New Breeze. Then the Brainiacs from back in 1979. Actually, before Minutemen... We were called reactionaries, and we played with this band, the Brainiacs, at the Suburban Lawns practice pad. Take me to Paris is the tune. <laughs> Believe it or not, I played uh, a couple days ago with this young man, maybe 27 years old, skater, surfer, guitar, you know. He's way into Suburban Lawns. <laughs> I mean, he's, we were playing before this guy was born. And uh, he, the band had, uh, you could sell, tell some influence. I was, uh, I was blown away. Uh, they're called Cat Scan, and this guy, David. Uh, and also great photographer, Renaissance man. Uh, then we heard uh, Circus Devils, which is a Bob Pollard project. I Mask of Leaves. Rooster Hat out of Inglewood now. They used to be strong. Don't Fry My Mind. Uh, farther south from Tel Aviv, LSD Stas Report. Kodorashki out of Bulgaria with I Want You Sleep. I, I just found this from a couple years ago. I first played in Bulgaria a couple gigs. And, you know, people give you music and, no wine before it's time, but uh, sorry for a two-year wait. But then our Macedonia Bernays propaganda with uh, Zioftinska Pharma, uh, Zero Dent, uh, Serb guy, but he's living uh, pre-dog. He's living in uh, Sydney. I'm uh, coming in, and Moldoman out of Baltimore with Silo A, and finally Pookie, I think from the same release as uh, the last two, New Fumes. Okay, how did the new fumes come about? Um, the title or the or the entity? The, the, the whole enchilada. Um, let's see. Well, I've been recording well, music for a long time. Where we left off music-wise, uh, you got uh, this acoustic guitar and some chords. So in between that and new fumes. Um, getting a laptop computer. Okay. Um... I really started uh, New Fumes right after getting out of the Polyphonic Spree. I was doing Polyphonic Spree touring in 2007. 
Did you have like 30 bandmates? I think there were 29. <laughs> <laughs> 29 and a half, there was a band. I, I remember that I played with his band, what's it called, Trippin' Daisy? Yeah, Trippin' Daisy. Dallas, right, right. Yeah. Oh, man, okay. And then I, then I remember hearing about this big band, and I, I never got to see, but it sounded interesting. How did how'd yeah. you get involved with that? Um, well, Tripping Daisy, you know, they were kind of a big deal in Dallas for a while. Sure, sure. Um, and I had a band, my very first band I was ever in was called Comet, and we got sort of popular in town. and Deep Ellum? Yeah, deep, you know, around, yeah, Deep Ellum and Austin and stuff, and then we got on a label, it's called Dedicated and all this other stuff, but um, Tim really liked our band and had us open up some shows. So I always sort, I always sort of knew him from around town and um, really funny, really funny dude. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, I got involved with them because I was I was asking for a ride to Colorado to see a sick friend because I knew that they were on tour. Yeah. And they had been playing South by Southwest, and I knew that they were going to go to Denver next. And I was like, Hey, can I catch a ride? I'll do some merch or something. And then I didn't hear back. But when they were on their way back from Colorado, they contacted me and said, hey, how about playing guitar for us? Because Annie Clark left the band. And, uh, and she went on to do St. Vincent. Sure, sure. And uh, so they needed someone to take her place. And so I agreed to do Man, a, year's, a year's worth of touring with them. That's like a bolt of lightning out of the air. It really was. <laughs> yeah, it was just unexpected. I just can I swing shirts for you? What's that? I'm, I'm trying to reenact the situation. Can I sling shirts for you? Dead, dead silence. You're right. Then, whoa, will you be in the band? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> okay. So after a year of that, then you, you go into the new few. Yeah, I went from being in a 29-person band to being a, a one-man band. Yeah, solamente. Yeah, okay. so I just started recording when I got home. I didn't really, I was living with my parents and house-sitting for people and I started that album in these different living rooms and bedrooms I was house-sitting at. And not really playing guitar? Not that much. I was using guitar more like a texture uh-huh. and less of a less of a songwriting tool and more of a, a texturizing tool. I started writing songs a little more abstractly instead of like having a song like, here's a song I wrote, I'm going to go record that. Yeah. It was more like, here's a sound I have, and sure. I'm going to loop that and layer that. And, like sculpt, and, paint, and not yeah, so much. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was a, I was a you, know, art, you know, painting major in college and stuff. So oh, is I, that right? I didn't know. I'm, a, I'm, I'm approaching it like that, not okay. necessarily on purpose. I think just, just the way my brain is, maybe sculpting something. Sure, sure, sure. And so that becomes the where, – where'd you get the name? Oh, new fumes. Yeah, was there old fumes? Um, there wasn't old fumes, but um, okay. The, the story is um, like for work. Sometimes I work on these uh, photography sets or film sets, like building sets, um, like building a bedroom in them so they can put beds in it and they can take pictures of it and put it in a catalog or a commercial. Yeah. So I was okay. so I was on one of these sets, and all we did for three weeks straight is just paint, 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 paint. Oh, everything, fumes. <laughs> everything white, and I was working with this old hippie dude. I think he took had taken a lot of acid back in the day. He just just had that vibe, and he had a really high voice. And uh, 
I, I looked over at him one day and he was, he had poured a bunch of paint into a bucket and he was spraying spray paint into it and he was pouring turpentine into it and he just kept pouring different stuff into it and primer and, and, and he just had this really super high pitched voice and he goes, there's some new fumes up in here. And he had a little, uh, like a little like whistle on his S I can't even do. There's some new fumes up in here. I just thought that was funny. Was, no, no, I had Pedro here. I had some house painter friends, and the fumes do get to you. <laughs> yeah, maybe fries a few brain cells. I'm probably in trouble. <laughs> well, you know that guy, what was his name? Bob Ross. Oh, yeah. yeah that was probably died a, He died of leukemia kind of young in his 50s or something. I wonder if it was from painting all the time. I don't know. I can't remember who it is now. There's a real famous artist that died because he had a habit of dipping his like he would be painting with oil paint but then he would dab it on his tongue before he would Ooh. dab the or paint the canvas so he's just like slowly taking in small amounts of this oil paint i heard a story like that it was when in the old days when they had glow-in-the-dark watches so they painted these motherfucking things with radium and some huh. of the worker people doing the painting would do that and put the radium on their tongue and yeah get cancer oh man yeah I guess you got to try it to know not to do it. <laughs> Learning by doing. Right. Uh, so you spent your time with the, uh, I guess you're recording space and, and like you were saying in the pads you were in, composing this new, uh, this the first album. Did you do any gigs? Yeah, I started doing gigs. On what year was that? I think I think it was 2009. So it was like a year. I'm just kind of recording stuff and working and trying were, to get back on my feet after like? touring. Well, they were like one man shows. They were the first one I did was at a house party and it was on nine 11. So I kind of had this kind of intense vibe. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. It was just really fun. Just brought some speakers in there and just, I'd never done anything like that. It was my first like one man. I'd always been in parts of bands. I'd never been the singer in a band. You know, I was just always sort of a guitar player guy. Kind of sport, the sport guy. Yeah, sort of a... People seem to like what I was doing with textures and stuff with my guitar. Okay. And so they... I'm maybe not the like the most skilled like player, you know, but I can come with some interesting stuff sometimes. That yeah, maybe, that, you know who said that to me? Thurston Moore. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I met him recently. Same exact thing he said to me. Oh, really? Yeah. I might not be that technical, but I can come up with some interesting stuff. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I, I doubt if you guys, like, uh, conferred on that. I think it's a coincidence. But Well, we didn't, but I, I did recently, uh, just out of nowhere, just someone called me and says, hey, do you want to drive the Thurston Moore group around, pick them up at the airport, and get oh, another wow. gig? So right, you just had days. a tour over here, yeah. Yeah, so I, I picked them up at the Austin airport and got them with their gigs. A few months ago, it was, it was it was really cool. Well, thanks for doing that. He's an old buddy of mine. I missed yeah. him here because I had to play the same night. But because he's living in England, he only I see him you know, if I'm over there or he's on tour. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, March 27, 2018 edition of Off Pedro Show. We got Daniel from New Fumes. Hold tight for hour two. March 27, 2018 is the second hour of the Watt from Pedro Show. Thank you. 
Face the facts in the open air. I'm never this outspoken. Driving through meandering streets, bringing red adair to conquer the flames. I blow off steam. All cats run to me. Smoking indoors, accumulation of accounts. There is the ghost of indifference. There's someone in my house, but it's not me. Open air. I'm never this outspoken. Oh, the Irish Sea. Nothing of beauty. Why is it that you cannot feel this love? Business strike, woke from a dream. Nature never dies if you take care. It has been like this for God knows how long. The ones that got out alive.
off for Pedro Show. We start the second hour off with Billy, I'm a Living Animal by New Fumes. Uh, I took your name from Holland with uh, from a dream love theme. That's uh, uh, Alex Dirty Beach with a couple Portuguese buddies. All Sky loves Zan. Sun Ra, of course, Sunny Blout from Birmingham, Alabama. Sometimes I'm happy, and uh, which is a cover, I think. And, and then finally, New Fumes, Goodbye Planet, and. Uh, just finishing up with that first album from the stuff we played last hour. Um, how long did it take you to do that? Um, the last album? No, the first one. The first guy. Uh, oh, the first one? Maybe the one... probably about a year and a half, maybe. Okay, so on and off. Yeah, on and off. Yeah, um, right. And, and then I heard people off air, we were talking. You, you had some time playing with the Flaming Ellipse. Yeah, a little bit. I was kind of living between Dallas and Oklahoma City for a while and staying, staying with I-35. the studio. So. I-35. Yeah, up and down it. Yeah, time. yeah. Man, and people, if you've ever done this route, you will see a lot of trees tore up because <laughs> they get some uh, tornadoes in that area. Sometimes. Yeah, I, I drove that last big one. I drove right through there, pretty much right before it hit. Oh, I was on man. my way back to Dallas, and then I got back to Dallas, and I heard the news. Yeah, yeah those they're are intense. They're intense, like camping. And so, uh, so, but, but no record. You just did some gigs with them. Um, I played some things. I did a twenty-four hour tour with them, where they won the Guinness Book of World Records. Okay. Yeah. Right. And, uh, right. But, you know, I played a song or two here and there on some of those shows, and we did, um, I played some shows with them doing the Yoshimi Battles of Pink Robots oh, yeah. album. Great album. From start to, well, most of the album from start to finish, like around South by Southwest and some other events, and recorded a bunch, bunch of... Uh, last tour I did, cover, I was in Wales, and in, uh, the big town is Cardiff. And who did I find there? Cliff! Oh, he's yeah. living there. He's playing with uh, the singer man of the furry super animals. Yeah, that's and, cool. Uh, yeah, isn't that small world? Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, so this new album. Yes. And what we're playing mostly on the show today. Uh, what's the genius? I mean, uh, the first album, of course, was just to do it, to be a new fume, right? So uh, yeah. what, what do you call this? The sophomore yeah, I guess it's the sophomore album. I guess it's number so, two. So going two. into it, did you want to do things different? Um, I wanted to do things different, but I think things were just going to happen differently naturally. Yeah. Just just from natural progression, and you know, by the time the, you know, I don't know if that happens for you, but sometimes it takes so long to get albums out. Sure. By the time by the time it comes out, you're already on to the to the next, next thing, right? Yeah. So there's a little bit of that. Yeah, the lag. I remember with the Minutemen, even uh, Punchline, our second record, actually comes out after Joy, which was recorded after it, just because of the lag, because of the situation. Okay, so yeah, you're actually to, um, working on the second record while the first one ain't even out yet. Yeah, pretty much the same. As soon as I was done with that first one, I just started recording. I mean, I just didn't even stop. Yeah. Just Just kept recording. And some of that stuff is on the new the new one, but like it'd be basically the new one's over five years. Um, 
Wow. So I, I was doing stuff with the Flaming Lips. I was working in Dallas. I was spending all my free time in Oklahoma City for about three years. And I was working on this album, working on another album that I finished called Bird Flower. It's a collaboration album with a friend of mine. And then um, recorded some cover albums with the Flaming Lips. and Cover out. Oh, you cover out of the people's songs. Well, we well we we covered uh, King Crimson's first album from <laughs> beginning to end with some other friends like Linear Down. The Court of the Crimson King. Yeah, and then with the clarinet solo. <laughs> yeah, it's all in there. <laughs> here, here, and tell then, me, tell me about this song, Telepathic Lady. Ah, uh, Telepathic Lady. Um, let's see, that was recorded in a, with a handful of other songs where I just had some time and I just maybe recorded like five songs real quick on a, on a four track machine. Yeah. Um, I, you know, sometimes in my songs I'll have a few different stories or a few different themes, but I'll just sort of truncate everything into one. Yeah. Into one like song. kind of parallel universe. Yeah. Sort of. I had a, I'd been through a breakup, but I'd also been some, some other things I'd been thinking about. Like I was think, kind of fascinated with this, uh, with this woman named Maria Orsic, who was this, German UFO specialist, I guess you could call her, during World War II. And she's the telepathic lady. She was a telepathic lady.
Watch for Pedro Show? Yeah. Telepathic lady. Uh, what was, do you know her name? Maria Orsic. That's it. Maria Orsic. Okay. And uh, kind of the germ, germination of that tune is uh, her, her journey through <laughs> ufology in Nazi Germany. Uh, then we had Unit F with Selective Service. Pretty fitting. <laughs> and finally, De uh, David Gerard. I think they're out of, uh, God, I think up by uh, Glissel Park. Or maybe Highland Park. And then uh, David Gerard and Phil Wyman out of Boston area. With divination. Uh, so, you were like, you're doing these cover records with the uh, Flaming Lips, you're, you're doing a collaboration with your buddy, you're doing these albums, you, you really got hot and heavy with recording. Yeah, it was, that's pretty much all I was doing. I was driving up and down 35. Oh, lot. yeah, that's right, you got a lot of time in the car. Going to work, um, driving back up to Oklahoma City. Yeah. Any, any free time, I mean, I pretty much gave up whatever social life, my, I mean, my social life was work and being at the studio with people. But, I mean, a lot of this album was recorded between Pink Floor Studio, which is Wayne's studio, sure. and then my, my dome home where I live. So it's a monolithic dome. It has pretty interesting acoustics. Is it geodesic? And, no, it's a monolithic. Okay, okay, so it's like one sphere. Yeah, it's just one thick concrete sort of structure. <laughs> what, what's the history of that? How did it come to be? Um, well, if you're driving from Dallas to Austin along the highway in Italy, Texas, there's a monolithic dome institute. And a lot of people know it as the giant caterpillar because they put a bunch of these Oh, yeah, I together. know those. Yeah, I've driven by it. I got pictures of it. Yeah, so that's where they make the inflatable. That caterpillar is where they make the inflatable uh, thing that, I guess, you know, they inflate it and then they spray it with this uh, concrete epoxy stuff and foam and rebar and stuff like that. So they make the inflatable part inside that caterpillar. Um, and this was built in, the one I live in was built in 1997, South Dallas. And it's, they say it'll be here thousands of years. It's, it's fireproof. They're stronger than uh, geodesic, though. They are, because they're, okay. yeah, the geodesics are made out of uh, wood, wood yeah. and it's, they're a bunch of triangles put together. Sure, sure. What was his name? Bucky Fuller, Buckminster Fuller. Yeah, I went to a giant one. Somebody snuck me in there. In uh, God, where was it? Somewhere in Louisiana. There's a huge. You know what a turntable is uh, for railroad, so they can switch the tracks. Yeah, like a turnstile. Turnstile. That's the word. Uh, big, huge one, and it was under. They made a geodesic dome. It was one of the biggest ones, and uh, snuck me in to see this thing. Man, it was pretty uh, amazing. But so yeah. the monolithic dome, if you really want to uh, stand the test of time, that's what you look for, people. Yeah. And now, does it have windows? Yeah, it has windows. Okay. It's, they cut them into it, right? Yeah, just so just it's it's fireproof, it's earthquake proof, tornado proof, hurricane proof. I don't <laughs> know why more people in California with all those fires like just build some monolithic domes. And... Yeah. Well, there is some people. There's this place. Uh, organization called Cal Earth and they're building pads in the ground. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, Cal Earth. So they use part of the ground. It's not all the way underground like a but, but they use part of the ground. Yeah, but they use part of the ground. And yeah. uh yeah, I mean 
And you know, a lot of a problem with that fire stuff too, Daniel, is that they, they build them in canyons where it's hard to get the fire trucks. And, uh, yeah. you know, and then, and then you have the problem of the mudslides and then the burn, uh, all the stuff because of uh, rains or lack of rains, you know, yeah, there's a lot of mitigating stuff. People should stop trying to recreate New England and California. <laughs> yeah. 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 Same, same in Oklahoma. I wish people would build these, uh, these tornado proof domes instead oh, yeah, of just, especially. Like, we're, we're going to build these boxes again and. Watch them get blown over. Yeah. Especially the ones without foundation or trailer homes, right? They just get blown all over the fucking place. Right. Yeah, we're at the end of the second hour. March 27, 2018 edition. Watch Pedro Show. Special guest Daniel. New fumes. Hold tight for hour three. March 27, 2018. It's the third hour. Watch for Pedro Show.
been enjoying your morning since all last night. Thanks for joining us, but if you're like us, you've probably been here all night. This is Jamie Richardson with our top topic. When does morning become night? When does morning become morning? At what time is day no longer night? We dream of our perfect night as we sleepwalk through the day. We dream our own utopias, but that world is far away. This points are our topic here as far as we can say. Please always stay tuned in right here, regardless of night or day. What can we do to extend to ourselves from this formality? What can we do to keep the ticket of a clock irrelevant to reality? Are you a sunny day with vitality or a roommate by the voting society? Well, if you're like me, you know that the most odd Thank you.
Waffle Pedro show. We started the third hour off with uh, Driving Natural from New Fumes. Tell us about Driving Natural. Is this driving up I-35 and back? No, it was uh, driving in my neighborhood and going a little too fast for the cops. <laughs> oh, it's a police store. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and my thing was, well, I was just driving naturally, you know. It just was driving how it felt good. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to drive fast or anything. I was just going. Did they buy it? <laughs> No, they gave me a ticket. They, okay. I, mean, they, I mean, I bought it, I guess. You bought I, it, yeah. You paid for it. Yeah, I paid for it. Okay. okay. Well, that that's a trip. That's a trip. It does sound... It does sound... It could have many meanings, though, you know, trying oh. to leave it up to the listener. Yeah, you... That's, that, that, that's was mine. Com- that, that was mine. Look, that, te- that tune's coming up. Actually, I started the third hour off with fucking... Oh, okay. Invisible Someone. The, the final block of music is going to have Drive Natural. Oh, blew that one. Oh, sorry, sorry, people. Okay. So, Invisible Someone. <laughs> give, us the, give us the lowdown on that. All right. Well, there's this there's this guy that used to push a shopping cart around my neighborhood. You could hear him coming a long way. He'd be like, rah, 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 rah. He's just yeah. yelling at someone. And, I'd, you know, I'd just observe him. And some, he used to leave. Like, one time he left. Well, he would mostly just, like, smash rocks on in front of people's houses. Wow. Like he just like take a rock and just like it'd just be smashed on their curb. Yeah. But then one one time he left this like oversized like pair of Scooby Doo underwear like just full of just the nastiest stuff. Ooh. Just in a kind of drop off. Yeah. So I just, so over the years I kind of like a couple of years I'd watch him, and then then I wrote this song. One time after he walked by, I was like. I, was just, I had the I had the music going. It's like, what, what am I going to sing about? So, then then I heard him coming down the street. So, ah. <laughs> and 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 he's in it in the very beginning. You can hear him. Okay. If you if you listen well enough, he's in there, and my dog's kind of rattling around. But then, um, I just kind of like the. I was like, where does this guy go? Like, he walks down the street, and there's this creek behind my house. Like, does he go there? Is he communicating? Like, what's going on in his head? So I wrote this song. Then I had the idea, it's like, well, I want to make a video for this song, and I want to get him to be in it and play himself. Yeah. So I approached him one day in the street, and he, this guy kind of looks like Forrest Whitaker, like like kind of like just really big dude. Yeah. And uh, a, I just, cry, a crying game, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I walked up to him, and I said, you ever, you ever done any acting? And, and his response was very, he just kind of looked at me, and he said, it's not my forte. Wow! <laughs> and just kept walking. Okay. And, and the only thing I'd ever heard him say before just didn't make any sense. And he was yelling at somebody who was like walking next to him, or somebody who was pestering him, but nobody could see. But to him, it seemed like there was really somebody there. Ah, the invisible someone. Yeah. Okay. Then we had the healers out of Illinois with 102 Part One, the Manic Glow from OC here. Let me come up, Brother Jack. Um. Pajaro, Sunrise, 086. God, I can't remember where they're from. That means bird, though, huh? Uh, in Spanish, maybe Spain. Sorry. <laughs> it's my memory sometimes. Uh, Vandal Poets with Negligé, and that's a demo. I can't remember where they're from either. Maybe Ohio. And then New, new Fumes with Psyche. Or is it Psyche? No, it's Psyche. Huh? Psyche. And uh, are you talking about the Greek goddess? Sorry, the nymph? No, I wasn't. But okay. I like that. I like that though. Yeah, it sprung out of the head or something. <laughs> Zeus yeah. or something. 
Yeah, some of his daughters came out of his head. <laughs> yeah. His eyebrow or some shit, you know, some of the stories. Yeah, true. Uh, but do you want to enlighten a little bit? About Psyche? Yeah. Um, that one is one of those ones I was talking about where it's a few different things. Ah, yeah, yeah. I was at a Christmas party and somehow I touched some LSD on some candy. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't take the LSD, but I was holding it in my hand for a while, unaware, and, and then had sort of like a, like a microdose experience, I guess. Yeah, it, so, can go through, it can go through the skin. Yeah, so that had happened. Um, there's a few stories about you know, some people getting naked and at some other parties. Um, it's just it's a few different stories like put together to make one sort of message about freedom and the mind. Yeah, the mind. Yeah, you know, last time I did ale, I'll tell everybody here, it was 83, 1983 at Einstein's Annoy Mountain in the desert. But oh. uh, up to that time, from teenager, I did a lot, of, and I'm glad I did because, yeah, there's something uh, truthful about it. You got to face stuff with it. And I was always in, I wasn't really at parties with it much because it's too scary. <laughs> <laughs> Usually was man alone, and a lot of times what we did, we we would buy records. You know, in the old days, you didn't know about these bands. You know, no one wrote wrote about them, so you would just buy them because of the name or the album cover, and then wait mm-hmm. to listen to them the first time after eating some ale. So it'd be a total. Yeah. You, you didn't know what was coming, right? So it'd be a total crazy ride. And, yeah. But I'm I'm always been glad that I'd, I I had all those sessions. You know, you look up at the corner of the ceiling. Uh, and like, is that corner poking out on me, or am I poking out at it? <laughs> you know, yeah, we I feel call you. it like loaves of wonder bread, you know. Like, <laughs> so, so now we're gonna play this driving natural, which I fucked up. We were talking about. Before.
not I'll lose my sight For the first time For the last time For the only time Tonight I'll lose my sight For the first time For the last time For the only time Won't be able to see your smile anymore But I'll still feel your flesh Press your face, you press your face, your face against mine Won't be able to see the strings on my guitar But I'll still hear that sound Coming from that hole, well I'm not whole But I am still alive I feel your breath in between my lips When you stand so close I feel your breath in between my lips When you stand so close I feel your breath I feel your breath Tonight I'll lose my sight For the first time For the last time For the only time Tonight I'll lose my sight For the first time For the last time For the only time Won't be able to see your smile anymore But I'll still feel your flesh Press your face, you press your face, your face against mine Won't be able to see the strings of my guitar But I'll still hear that sound Coming from that hole, well I'm not whole But I am still alive Can't look down at my feet But my feet are still there Can't look down at my hands But my hands are still there I can't read inside your mind But I know you still care I can't see inside my soul Was it ever really there? Tonight I'll lose my sight For the first time For the last time For the only time Tonight I'll lose my sight For the first time For the last time For the only time
For Pedro Show final music for this edition. Finally, what you've been waiting for, Driving Natural. New fumes. Daniel gets a speeding ticket. Did not talk his way out of it, but was honest about it. Then we had Midwestern Medicine Live, a version of White Open Field. I think they're actually from Maine, the state of Maine, Portland, Maine. John S. Williams out of Australia with first time. Uh, this click from Switzerland, Geneva, Kinez Live. Everyone dirt is dirty out of the city here. San Francisco uh, running out. Hefea, La Llorona, uh, Frog Hair. Both these guys are Houston. Morning Sunlight. And finally, New Fumes, Tricked by Rainbows. Smallest Bird versus Raven Monsters. <laughs> what do you got to say about that guy? <laughs> Any uh, words of enlightenment regarding the, oh, sir. Um, the monsters uh, and the um, smallest just, bird? <laughs> yeah, med- meditating on kind of delicate things, fragile things, sometimes can have more power than something that's is kind of monstrous, overbearing. Uh, forceful thing. Bogart. Yeah, yeah. I'm into that. Just sort of a sort of a feeling in there of that, and and sometimes you know they say you know there's gold at the end of the rainbow, but (laughs) it's not you know just metaphors in there. It's not always not always true. And what if the gold actually chased the rainbow instead of the other way around? Just again a few different ideas. 
Or what if you, you know, you put so much gold in your pockets when you fell in the creek, you fucking drown. Yeah, man. <laughs> Watch out. What's, what's next for the new fumes and you, Daniel? Um, I've been recording more stuff. Um, I have videos I'm making. Um, so life's a little different, not so much commuting? I'm trying to get less commuting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I could just... Yeah, I mean, I'd like to tour some more. Um, just got back from the West Coast. Oh, were um, you playing here? Yeah, I played. Fuck. Uh, sorry, the name of the venue is escaping me. But, where, but it was somewhere in SoCal. Well, next time, please yeah. tell me, please. I'd love to come okay. see you live. Yeah, I will. I will. Now, now sure. it's live gig. Is it like, uh, what's that band in England? Um, I really like these guys. Slayford Mods, a Nottingham band. And the one guy hits the space bar. Do you do that? No, I don't play with the space bar. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's there for emergencies if I need to stop everything. Okay. But, um, no, it's, I try to interact. I mean, I have videos that go with things, and there are some tracks going on, but I, I try to definitely play playing guitar over stuff and triggering sound. Oh, you're wearing a guitar while you're doing it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Got a lot of, I got a lot of, pedals and stuff you know mr tom he's brought guitar into his uh tobacco thing yeah bass too yeah i saw i saw some gigs where you not the whole gig but sometimes there's periods yeah i spent uh, i did a tour with them playing bass it was it was really fun oh what you mean that it was like three man with mo with mo and yeah yeah and that drummer and uh and donna she's yeah. incredible man she yeah, is she's... one of the best and I yeah. would give my eye teeth to get to make, uh, like, uh, just a rock and roll album, you know, with her. Yeah. Because she, yeah, she is, she's really something special, man. Yeah, definitely. She's very lucky. Yeah, was she playing be... with a mask on? I don't know how she breathes, but. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she does her thing, for yeah, sure. she's a champ. Yeah. But the way she knows how to hit drums without killing them, she gets good fat tone, man. And she's got yeah, bitching grooves. Uh, yeah. You know. You must know people younger than you. Do they ever ask for advice? On occasion. Not what do you tell them, Daniel? Do it every day. If you if you really love what you do, do it every day, even if you only have five minutes to do it. Yeah, that's that's something I always tell people. Because if you don't, if you're no, not doing bitching. it, I, that's bitching. Yeah. It's not going to happen if you don't do it. Don't use it, lose it. Yeah, and I don't, know, don't give up, and don't expect too much either All like right. don't think like well i just recorded this album i'm gonna be rich and famous and if i'm not then you know then boohoo just just keep you know if you really love it and you're just gonna do it keep on keeping on keep on keeping on yeah john fogarty once wrote me a little note after d boone got killed it was a hard right. time for me yeah, I can but imagine. you just got to keep pushing, keep pushing. That's why I do, and I and I love your stuff, man. And I want you to keep man. on, keep on. Where can people find you. you on the uh, internet? Um, I probably spend most of the time on the Instagram, and then send it from there, like to Facebook and, and Twitter. Is there a new fume site or something? Uh, there's a website. But I don't spend a lot of time. I probably just need to spend more time updating it. But I just yeah, at new fumes, pretty okay. much everything. Okay. New fumes. People check it out because this guy's bitching. Daniel, I want to fucking thank you so much for being on board, truly. Man, thank you. It's an honor. Too bad Brother Matt uh, 
Couldn't join us. But next time, when this new record comes out, we'll talk again, okay? We'll talk about the experience. Excellent, man. Okay. Bitch. Yeah. Like, like we agreed to do. Keep on, keep it on, right? People, it's right. been the March 27, 2018 edition of Pedro Show. Special guest Daniel from New Fumes. Keep your powder dry.